Another episode of the Sixers Group Therapy Podcast. I am your host, Alex Wynn, a.k.a. Nuge. Our last podcast was January 11th, so we got another episode coming to you a little less than two weeks. That's not that bad. Uh, it's a lot less between our last two episodes, which is maybe about two months or so. But uh, we are going to have the full gang. Joe's going to join us shortly, but first we do have June 1. Go birds. Yeah, that's all you need. Go birds. <laughs> we're, 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 we're in birds mode. I'm not, Dave, uh, I can't speak for Joe, but I'm assuming he's a, maybe a little more tuned into the Sixers than me and June are, but probably more in the Eagles mode. But we also have Dave DeBacco. Dave, you are our, you're going to run the show today What's uh, wrong? because this is your thing. So, Dave, how are you? How are you feeling? I'm great. New year, new pod. Here we go. Inching closer, closer and closer to the, to the weekly episodes. You know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get there sooner or later, but we're, we're ramping up just in time because the boys don't look now. Here they come. Here they come five and zero on the West road trip. Maxi starring in his new role. Everybody is just playing well and it feels good. It feels good. Not, not to take away from the Eagles talk, but you know, it is a Sixers podcast at the end of the day. So I'm feeling great right now. I'm feeling great. Enjoying watching this team very much. feels good. You, you wouldn't want me to host the Eagles podcast anyway, because I'm, I'm strictly eye test. All right. I, well, I let's, got no, let's start I, there. I got, let's start with no you. Idea. I got Give no me the idea eye test. The, let's get I it out. They, let's get it out of the way. Give us the eye test. How, how, give us your reactions from the Giants game and, and uh, give us a preview of next week. I'm not going to preview next week because I'm superstitious. I think I might jinx them, so I'm not going to okay. say anything. All right. Um, I think, I think I'm we're. Still I think scarred. we're. I, I think we're thinking the same thing. We'll talk about that offline. I'm still scarred from when <laughs> I said it was a complete joke that they lost to the Hawks, mm-hmm. and then what did it, what, what ended up happening? They lost to the Hawks. Here. Um, <clears> so <throat> I, I'm not going to give my Eagles prediction. I'm going to save them from. I, there's a there's a possibility of a, a curse not around us, maybe just around me. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to say anything about the Eagles, but they look great. They, I, June, <laughs> June was really confident, man. We were, we were there Saturday. Uh, he was over, had some friends over, had a watch party. We were all pretty confident. Yeah. Um, I think we all thought like everyone the whole week was hyping up the Giants. Everyone, they're they're like the Eli Manning Giants. You know, they had the defense coming up, the all that stuff. And we just thought as long as the Eagles were prepared, they would probably handle business. Um, June said it was going to be a blowout from the get-go. And, wow. and that's what ended up happening. It was never close. And uh, I thought they looked really complete. I thought Hurt, Hurts looked great. I don't – Bill Simmons today said that he he felt like he was shying away from contact. I didn't see that. Um, but then it was also very enjoyable to see the, the Dallas Cowboys lose last night. And uh, I know how people like to say, like, they wanted to play the Cowboys because they wanted to send them home. Not me. It's not that I'm scared of the Cowboys. If, if there's a chance for them to lose, I just want them to lose. Like I, I'm not giving them any shot. You know, I'm just gonna enjoy them losing. Um, so I, I'm gonna say I, I do feel good. I think the Niners are great. Um, Brock Purdy is not someone I'd take lightly because mm-hmm. we've seen teams with third string quarterback struggle, and they seem to be just fine. So um, it is going to be interesting because I think a, a rookie has never started in the Super Bowl. So we'll mm. see if he can break that streak. Let's keep but, it that way. 
hopefully we keep that way. Did you watch the game, Dave? I know you're not as big as Eagles as, as we are. I sure did. I'm all aboard the bandwagon. I hopped on. I watched the whole game. I feel good. And un- undeservingly was offered tickets to the NFC Championship game this morning. Yes, uh, I, will be, at- I will be in the Hyundai Club on Sunday. Beautiful. Yeah, fired up. Biggest, hands down, biggest sporting event of my, of my, uh, of my life so far. I don't think I've ever been to a bigger one than this. So very, looking very much forward to it. If there's a game to go to, um, cause I, I, am a big, I, me and June probably both are June. Let me know if you agree. We're really big watch at home people. We love tailgating. We love the atmosphere, but I, I, I just like watching at home. I like the better view. I like the announcers and I like be able to go to the bathroom whenever I want, uh, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, don't have but, to, don't have to get weight in traffic and file out of the right. stadium, like sardines after a tough loss and drive all the way home. <laughs> but the, tailgating the worst is- thing in the goddamn world, man. I'm not sure any city does a tailgating like the like the Eagles fans do. That's an awesome yeah. thing. But Jude, why don't you give me some reaction? You, you can speak more to your confidence of the Eagles. Uh, if you want, go ahead and give a prediction. What what you say? Uh, I feel like the last time I gave a prediction on this pod, I think it was the Hawks series. Uh, so I I kind of want to refrain from saying anything egregious on this pod that can might us get canceled, uh, you know, in the future. So. I'll hold my take there, but the Giants, like, come on. Cute story this season. Like, this is a big boy stage. You come to Philly, winning that game. Come on. And yeah. Eagles aren't the Sixers. So they got the job done. Thank God. Blew them out. Time for the Niners now. Fuck yeah, June. I love it. Let's go. He's Let's right. Go. He's right. The Eagles. Since we've started watching sports, the Eagles have been a good organization, and the Sixers have always been a bad organization. Let's yeah. be honest, you know. So like the, the Eagles aren't aren't the Sixers. He's right. They they've they've made us happy before. You yeah, know? birds by birds <laughs> by a million. We'll see. I'll say we'll see. And here here comes JB if we if we want to get his his Eagles take. Let's let's see what he oh, says. Yeah. Perfect. Connecting now. Don't see him yet. JB. What's up? Hey, how are you? We didn't get to introduce you. So, what's up? How you doing? Go birds! Ah, <laughs> were you listening on the way in? Were you listening on the way in? <laughs> we actually—that was probably our, our longest we've talked about the birds on this podcast. Joe, we were just talking about the game last uh, last Saturday. Uh, a little bit on our thoughts coming up, but me and me and June are refusing to give a prediction. But what do you want to say about the birds? You have a uh, Anything uh, in your pocket? It felt nice to have a complete stress-free game. I don't know the last time I've experienced anything like that in any sport. It's like you go in biting your fingernails in from the first drive, but it was like three-yard run to Sanders and maybe another run and then like a 60-yard bomb to Smith. I'm like, all right, (laughs) this is nice. (laughs) I think that bomb to Smith is when June turned and said it was like, we're like, it's 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 over. Like we're it's winning over. this game. We're killing them. So, you guys so. running back your tailgating next week? Uh maybe. We are gonna well, tickets are on sale tomorrow. We're gonna do it just to do it. You know, if we do get tickets and decide not to go, we'll just resell them or something. But um we're open to we're not very positive that we'll get tickets, but um if there's a game that I'm gonna splurge on, it'd be the NFC championship. So we're gonna try that out. Um right. and then once we know if we're going to have tickets in hand, we may or may not may not tailgate. How about you, JB? 
early talks of tailgating, but a lot to be figured out. Yeah. Last week, we, um, I went to a friend's tailgate, which is nice. It's a different from like hosting it yourself because I came way later than they went and just brought some drinks, yeah. hung out, came back and watched the game at home. And I'm a, me and Junior watch at home guys. Uh, Dave's going to the game. How about you, JB? You gotta, you rather go to the game, you rather watch at home. Oh, and just chuckled in the background. Um, <laughs> there's no, I don't think there's anything except I had a great time at baseball, but that was complete cherry picking because it was the Hoskins bat slam game. Uh-huh. But I'm, I'm a couch guy. I'm a hermit. Yeah. I don't want to leave my apartment <laughs> to do anything. I just, I, you get a better view on TV. I don't got to wait an hour for a drink. I've, I've wasted the whole third quarter waiting for a beer at an Eagles game, you know, and yeah. for a regular season game. So. About $23 too. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. You can buy a whole whole pack of stateside vodka sodas or something. Not sponsored, <laughs> by the way. I, I don't know why I said their name. Should be, but, should be sponsored if you're listening out there. Well, they're on the they're on the Ricky Sanchez podcast. I don't know if they'll come to us, but we find some other provide. Anyone else? High noons, uh, Miller Light. I don't know. Some, some someone. Sponsor Anybody. Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light. We'll take Bud Light seltzer still. <laughs> um, Fellas, since our last podcast, the Sixers did drop a game to OKC at home, but then they had their annual, I guess this would be the one, right? Their West Coast trip that they do every year, and they actually swept it. They went 5-0, and they beat the Jazz and Lakers by one point, uh, went and I think they pretty much dominated the, the Clippers and, and Portland, and then they did not have Embiid or Harden. For the Sacramento Kings game, who are the third? They're the third seed in the West, by the way. Uh, oh, we're down twenty-one and won the game. So, state of the union. Where are we at, Dave? We're going to start with you because uh, JB will get to you. I don't. I don't know how tuned into the Sixers you've been because me and June have not been at all. But Dave, what's up with the Sixers right now? The Sixers are sitting standalone in the in, in second place in the Eastern Conference, thirty and sixteen. Four and a half games back on the Celtics, which, you know, you know, cut cut that in half. We're only, you know, two and a half games back, two, two and a half games back. So within reach, within reach and uh, feeling great. I've like we briefly touched on in the beginning. Everybody is playing well. Maxi is starring in his role. It's just it makes so much sense. Melton is, is also starring in his role as the starting guard next to Harden. Harden's playing well. Embiid's playing well. Toby's playing well. Tucker is Tucker. Maxi is shining. He's giving us that extra burst off the bench, and he looked so good, so good taking over the Kings game the other night, leading us to an improbable victory. And I just feel really good. It's it's fun watching this team, and the the team we hope to see when the season started um, is finally showing itself, and I think it's real. And uh, as long as we stay healthy, I don't see any reason why we you know are not one of the top dogs that can actually win it all this year. They are now 30 and 16. Like you said, they're the two seed, which uh, is funny because I've, I kind of had the mentality that they're miserable and, and 46 games in look, look where they are. Uh, JB, have you been watching? Uh, I ha- I did watch a lot of the, the West coast trip. I feel like me and Ann were out a little bit and we get back and it's like, Oh shit, the Lakers are, or sorry, the Sixers are playing the Lakers or the Sixers are playing the Clippers. So timeline, it worked out to at least watch the first half of a lot of them. Um, and it was, it was pleasant enough. I mean, from what Dave's saying, like 
I think I was looking at the odds for the next or this year's finals winner. And like, man, I knew John Morant and the the Grizz were like a very good team, but they're like the the most favored finalist, I think. Maybe them, the 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 Nuggets, which get the hell out of here. Celtics, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no one on the there's no team that like petrifies me. Um like there's no obvious Golden State Warrior team of this year. So hey. Who knows? Why not us? Why not? <laughs> I see all these stats that I don't see with my eyes, but on like Twitter of like how dominant the Harden and Bead pick and roll is. Um that seems like something we never had. I love it. I notice it. I do notice it. And that it's just so smooth. Harden, they got it down to a science, that little behind the back bounce pass and bead for the pick and pop. It's just, it's beautiful. It's like a, a beautiful symphony and they're starting to get really good at it. And uh, teams are having trouble with it. And the, which I forget which game it was on the trip, but it was either Utah or the Lakers game, but they, they, and bead won the game basically with two seconds left. I think it was in Utah. I think so. I think you're right. It was a pick and roll. He did behind the back and then he did a setback jumper or something like that. I remember the, the Embiid Harden pick and roll was something that like the NBA writers have been gushing about as like probably the most efficient play in basketball right now. Um, I remember last year we were saying like, why don't they do it more? Are they starting to really hammer it home now? I swear every play is uh is that play <laughs> borderline i was getting bored watching it but it works sometimes it actually looks like it's not working and then it works so i don't know shit <laughs> well it sounds like it's working because the sixers have the fourth best record in the nba they are fifth in point differential and they're only because you know memphis had that hot start and the sixers didn't I, we started like what one and four and like two and seven or something like that. And we're only one game behind the Grizzlies. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, June, that's good. I feel like you're just like me. You haven't watched much or, or have you? Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I'm fully in Eagles mode. <laughs> one sport I, uh, guy here. We'll get to the topic of, of me then because the Sixers. In the last 18 games I did not watch are 17 and one. Who's the loss? The, the last three, the loss is the Bulls, but I was on the plane, so I don't know if that counts. Um, yeah, could have watched, or you couldn't have watched that matter. Right. The last three games I watched, they lost. So they're Which games were those? Uh, let me pull up the schedule. I, I can tell you for sure. It was, one of them was uh, the Thunder, definitely. OKC, the uh-huh. when they lost by 20. Uh, New Orleans, which I watched at like three in the morning in, in Paris, <laughs> and uh, the Washington game, which oh. yeah, I think we won like nine in a row, and then we just had a clunker at Washington. And Washington is pretty bad. I think they lost like four. They won. They won four of eighteen before that game. So like that's a pretty bad game to lose. So they, it could be me. So the question is, do I need to be banned from watching the Sixers? I don't know. The, pe- the people at jury duty said yes. It I had, doesn't I seem some, I made some friends. <laughs> it doesn't seem fair to you. But at the same point, I mean, those three games that you watched that we lost were just, I mean, absolute 
absolute typical clunkers and terrible, uh, like terrible, like bad, yeah. like bad Sixers yeah. games. I mean, maybe the, the Thunder are actually pretty good. I mean, SGA is top they five are. in scoring in the league. They're 500. They're 23 and 24 in the play in right now. And uh, wow. they're, they're pretty, they're a pretty exciting young team. And then they put up like 140 on Boston shortly after they beat us or right before they beat us. So the Thunder one is okay, whatever, fine. But uh, the Wizards one was just a, an atrocity. And then uh, the Bulls games, I think Zach Levine scored 30 points in the third quarter and hit like 10 threes in a row without touching the rim. So um, just, you know, typical weirdness. And uh, I don't know, Nuge, we might have to we might have to bring this to a Twitter poll. Honestly, <laughs> is uh, is there an experiment that we is an experiment necessary? I think I think 17 to one speaks for itself. I right? think that is the experiment. <laughs> I, th- I think there's a point where you can no longer deny that there's some horrifying trend happening. So maybe it is a Twitter poll. Maybe it's a listener poll. If listeners, we haven't had uh, some um, involved this from you guys lately. So maybe listeners chime in, <laughs> respond to us on Instagram, send us some tweets, email the fixes group there of your mailbag. Do, do, what do I need to do? Is there any way I can purge this? Is there a mm-hmm. way... That I could, uh, I don't know, can I burn something? Can I uh, do some a kind sacrifice? Of sage. Yeah, some kind of burn some sage and cleanse the cleanse the aura or something. Yeah, we could we could look and I'll look into that. Is there a game in the future that I can try watching that, like, if they lose this game, it's like you can never watch for the rest of the year or maybe right, ever? Well, on the topic of upcoming games, I this Nuggets game on Saturday is the game of the decade. I mean, if they if they don't win. <laughs> I'm going to be cry. I won't even want to go to the Eagles game the next day. I think, never mind. I take that back. That's ridiculous. What, what but, about Wednesday? <clears throat> who's well? The Nets. Uh, no Durant. They're going to win by 40 on Wednesday. I have no doubt about that. We. It's the vibes are too good. The vibes but are too good Burns right now. Embiid, Simmons showdown. Ooh. Wait, didn't that happen already? No, Embiid didn't play. Embiid didn't play that Nets game. Wow. Harden okay, didn't play mind. either. I think Embiid is going to score like 70 points. Oh, we got a su- Saturday matinee. Yeah. Wow. 3 p.m. Denver. I, I won't be watching. I, I need. You're not watching on Saturday? I'm not watching. I'm not, I wouldn't risk do? that. I, no, I, I do have something to do, but I also wouldn't risk it. I need. I'm so sick of the yoke. I We all know Jokic is good. Sure. But like it's it's to a point where it's it's absolutely insane because it, until recently, Embiid wasn't even con- like considered in the top 10. Mm-hmm. For MVP voting, like it's it's an absolute insane. Hakeem Olajuwon, who's probably Embiid's like idol, like trashed Embiid and praised yep. Jokic. Like, what's yeah. going on here? Am I going crazy? Yeah, Jokic is good. He's good at overeating and not brushing his teeth. That's what he's good at. That fat fucking idiot loser. He stinks. God, he probably smells so bad. I can't get over it. I can't get over it. There's no way he wears deodorant. He's the fat fucking slob. No, gonna, no business. No business. We'll get, we'll get to MVPs the end. Get the fuck out of here. We're going to get to the anti-Embiid agenda, but the, the next couple games, uh, we are 10-2 and two in January. And what did June say? January is always our time. We're always the January Sixers. We had three more games to close out January versus Brooklyn, versus Denver, versus Orlando. What happens in those three games? Who are the th- teams again? Say it again. Uh, Nets, all at home. Nuggets. Nets, Nuggets, Orlando. 3-0. We... Thirteen to two in January. That'll be that'll be pretty good. Maybe start people will start buying in. Uh, although we may not see it until after the Eagles season's over, which 
no matter what happens is is fairly soon you know it could be max be yeah. what three weeks um right to the end of january yeah so maybe the the surging sixers will will drum up some excitement in in philly because uh i feel like and it's probably because of the eagles do you think that's why i feel like there's not a buzz around the sixers right now or is it because the regular season is just not that important no, I think we talked about it last week, Ed, but just the Phillies, between the Phillies and the Eagles and the success they've had this year, they've done us a massive favor, the Sixers, uh, because like I said, we are the way we're playing now is how we expected to look out the gate, and this is not how we looked out the gate. I mean, it was pretty fucking ugly for the first third of the season. So uh, I, th- I think um, because of the Phillies and the Eagles, uh, we were not under the microscope like we typically would be and uh, they're getting it together just at the right time. And when the, when this, when the sky clears and the, and the seas part and, uh, and, and the this Eagles glorious season comes to a, comes to an end, uh, we're ready to go, man. We're fucking ready for the spotlight. I believe it it's looking good. I don't quote me on this because I'm not, I'm pretty sure I saw this. I, I I'll have to find the source, but I think the Sixers had the hardest remaining schedule for the good. rest of the season. Good. Um, still have Boston three times. Um, Beautiful. We don't play them again until February. Um, wow. But Boston, man, they they had a little skid when they lost to OKC, <laughs> uh, who we actually turns out is like pretty damn good. But they, I think they're on a hot streak again. I think they won like eight in a row or something like that. Boston's. Yeah, they've won. They won nine in a row. They've won nine in a row and nine in a row. Tatum's yeah. MVP candidate. Denver had won nine in a row and they just lost. Looks like they lost one their last game. Who they play last game? Let's see. I'll look for that. Number one in the West, by the way. The, the NBA standings are very interesting. The Kings uh, are still the three seed, which is guess crazy. Who, guess who Denver Duh. lost to last night? Uh, who? OKC. OKC's good. I like them. OKC's I, we good. Always, we, love that, we love SGA, and they don't yeah. even have uh, – what's his name? Chet. Um, the slim guy. Chet Holmgren. Yeah. So. Isaiah Joe good. last night, 20 minutes, eight oh, points, can we two talk rebounds, about that real two quick? assists, one steal. Can we talk about that real quick? I think Dave, probably Dave, Joe, uh, Juno, I forget your your stance on that. I remember I was kind of like, I didn't love getting rid of him, but I thought we'd probably be okay. Uh, that's annoying. Yeah. That's annoying like, that you guys I didn't like getting it. rid of him. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Like Especially because, like, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think we have an empty roster spot that we haven't used. Mm-hmm. So that's like, Daryl, come on. What do you got to either get something on the trade deadline, which is actually sooner than you think. I think it's actually pretty soon. Like two weeks. Yeah, it's really soon. Um, Daryl, I got. I have nothing prepared for that. I have no Vladi's fake trades. I don't even want to really do anything. You, you I mean, know like, why? Because I don't think we can give. I don't think we have anything to give. We don't have anything to give, give and it's nothing. like, what do we need? A, a an, a, an oh, athletic, a athletic wing that can shoot the three and play defense, and I can't find one. Because I've been scou- nothing, and we had nothing to give them for. I've been scouring. Way. Yeah, I've been scouring the trade machine, and uh, I can't. I cannot find that player. I saw I mean, rumor. Sorry, I saw well two things. I think I recall June saying Isaiah Joe is too small. So sorry, sorry June. Um, but I saw a tweet saying like the I, th- I guess the Spurs are looking to get rid of Doug McDermott and someone I don't know who said Oof. that's that's what we need like a a movement score. Sounds like a big yawn to me, but um, sounds like a def- yeah, say we need more like a athletic wing that could like yeah. shoot a little bit like not that will uh-huh that will be great if he could shoot but he yeah if five could shoot then done zip it up this right. is our team 
The amount of but, times uh, we've said that we've said that over the years. What is it? What is Feibel? And is this his his fifth year? And that's not even a shot at just him. That's fourth year, and we did not pick up his. Oh wait, no, yeah, we did never gave him an extension. So it's his fourth year. Is it possible we give up on guys too soon, and that's why all these X Sixers are having success across the NBA after we punt on them too early? Oh, absolutely. That's a Philadelphia 76ers trend. (laughs) Is it? Is it? Is it impossible that Matisse Thibel doesn't become a little bit better of a catch and shoot guy? It's guaranteed if he's not a sixer next year. Yeah. Let's see his let's see. I'm looking at his stats right now. He's shooting 30% on threes this year. 50% percent throws. <laughs> How much from a free throw? 15 or 50? 50. Okay. It's better than 15. Um, I did watch the end. Um, so I, we were kind of arguing, debating if this counts because I didn't watch the majority of the Kings game. But me and June were walking past uh, Founding Farmers or Founding Founding Fathers on South Street, and they had the game on outside, and we did watch the final two minutes. Um, the Sixers should have had it in hand, but then Shake threw the ball away with 30 seconds left, and then Matisse Seibel fouled Harrison Barnes on a three. Can I just say I hate when Matisse Seibel guards the three? And, like, I, I hated that they fouled on that. I hated it. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like you knew he was going to launch it as soon as he picked it up and he just fouls him. And I, I hated that. It was dumb. But I, Thibault drives me crazy. I, I, I guess I never really forgave him or forgave him for that fouling Kevin Herter on that during game seven. Mm-hmm. Like there was no business being as close to him as he was. But Thibault is this if he's if he's on the Sixers, he's going to continue to stink. But I think any other team will be fine. <laughs> what, uh, totally random side note, but I've, I've thought this to myself several times the last week. And I, I've, for some reason, just haven't searched it on Twitter, but what happened to Brandon Ingram? Is he like out for the year or something? I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like he Here. hasn't played at all. Here, we'll, we'll go to the next topic. I'll look it up. Uh, all right. Well, I wanted to bring up. I'm looking for was... wings. I'm looking for tradable wings. Still can't find one. <laughs> Talk about talk about the anti Embiid agenda because it's it's pretty ridiculous. So I mean, Joel Embiid has has been telling us for years they hate the process. I think that may actually come stem from somewhere legitimate, uh, <clears throat> Dave Silver. But um, so apparently there was something that was on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Um, a listener of the Ricky Sanchez podcast was at some event and was in the bathroom the same time as, as Adam Silver, the commissioner, and asked him what he, what did he say? What did he ask him? What he thought of the process or what he, what he said, that, like, what about, um, he said, like, take it, take it easy on the process or something. Yeah. Take it easy on the process, whatever. And Adam Silver responds, the process ruined Ben Simmons. Is that what he said? He said, look what they did at, to, to Ben Simmons. Look what it did to Ben Simmons. What does that even fucking mean? He wasn't. What does that it, even mean? Hickey was gone. <laughs> Who are we talking about? I didn't even know about this. You never, you didn't see this, JB? No. Oh, yeah. I'll find this it happened. for you. So right you. there. I mean, what a, what a bizarre, unprofessional, passive-aggressive comment from the commissioner of the NBA, first and foremost. And uh, second of all, I mean, it just kind of confirms what we, like, you know, it just, there's something off, you know, with the, the lack of respect that Embiid gets from the national media. Uh, just so many bizarre things. If there was Wind, Windhorst, Windhorst did said something weird a couple weeks ago in his podcast where the loser Bontemps was talking about how the, the what did he say? The 
the media the, the like, sports writers like Embiid. The sports writers like Embiid as far as you know picking all NBA or whatever. And Windhorse just just interrupts and says, uh, the the national the media does not like Embiid. Like he was wanted to make that very clear for the all powerful ears that were listening. And uh, just really weird shit. And it just kind of makes sense with all the negativity that he gets and the lack of respect that he gets and really feels like maybe Sam Hinkie was blacklisted and every everything that he touched is kind of has a negative connotation, which makes me want to win even more. It just makes me it makes me need that Embiid championship even more just to really rub it in everyone's noses, you know? Yeah, to add to that, and uh, by the way, I found it, his in, Brandon Ingram's injury is a toe injury, and he's been out since November 25th, but maybe back for All-Star break. Hmm. Um, Thank you. Embiid, who's leading the league in scoring now, by the way, at almost 34 points a game, is probably not going to start the All-Star game, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yep. Uh, because they do this thing where they split it between front court and back court. Uh, Tatum, Giannis, and... One more person, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting, is also uh, is above Embiid in the front court voting. Uh, there's a fourth player, I don't, a third player, I don't remember who it is, but um, because of that, Embiid is not going to start, which is really ridiculous because they all four of those players could start together, like in an All Star game, and Embiid has way more votes than the the front court or the back court people too. So it's like it's like um, they go out of their way to pigeonhole the kid. Really feels that way sometimes. They don't want to give him credit. Um, Do you think there's, do you think there is, do you think Adam Silver, even if the Sixers were good enough, do you think Adam Silver would ever let them win the finals? Are you a conspiracy guy? Do you you guys think the NBA could be rigged sometimes? I don't know. I am a big conspiracy guy across the board, but how do you rig it? I mean, other than like bad refereeing, but that can only go so far. Tim Donahue from Delco. Yeah. That's I like, think, you can't get away. With, I feel like you can't get away with that kind of stuff anymore with the internet. Probably because of sports books. Sports books. And, and gambling so widespread. Yeah. Just the, even Twitter detectives, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can get away with stuff like that way more back in the day. Now it's like nothing gets by anybody, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how you like fix it. I mean, you can definitely little, you know, maybe death by a thousand cuts, you know, little things here and there, but uh, I don't know. Lottery here and there, but yeah. yeah, Matumbo. Come on, man. There's just too many. How many? How many glitches? How many glitches in the Matrix before we all come together and realize that ah, someone's pulling the strings here on everything? I don't know. <laughs> um, what I wanted to talk about also was the fact that Maxi is now the sixth man. It seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's a long term. Dave, you might know the answer. I don't know if they think it's a long term thing for just this season or just getting back in the rhythm because he's called injury, but. How do you feel about the six-man maxi role? Um, lo- well, I, d- I don't think it's forever. I think it's for now, and I'm fine with it because he's fine with it. And he – talk about the self-awareness of a kid who his, – his agent can't be thrilled because his agent wants him to play as much as possible to get that max contract so he can get his commission. And uh, so I'm sure his, his agents and his lawyers are heavily advising against it, but it seems like he doesn't care – he knows that it's for the the better of the team, and and uh, it's really just like a, a chess move that that uh, Checker Doc Rivers would never make, and uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, we we've wanted it to be Toby just because you know no reason to have all all these cooks in the kitchen on the court at one time stagger the ball dominant guys a little bit, and um, you know the the starting lineup now with Melton instead of Maxi is the one that 
you know, played really well when Maxi was hurt and, and uh, got that chemistry together. So it's good that they're, he's self-aware enough to keep that going and he can just come in and cook second units the way we wanted Toby to. And uh, same concept, but just like somebody to feast on second units and just stagger the offensive firepower. It's so simple, so simple, but you know, Doc got bullied into it by our, our, our baby Tyrese Maxey. It's a lovely thing. Wait, did the doc? I don't know if this is a thing. Did the doc say that Maxi like texted him or something? I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently that's what happened. <laughs> but that's what Doc weird. said, right? That's what yeah. Glenn said. <laughs> Feels weird, but allegedly that's that's the story everyone's going with. So I don't know. It, it is interesting because um, you know Maxi's so good with the ball that it's kind of cool if you know with since he's going to play a part in a lot to, for him to kind of run the show. Yeah, he's a. He's Jamal. He's he's Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford on the Clipper teams. It's great. Yeah. They were awesome for Doc. You know. Sure. Yeah, we were we were hoping the sixth man would be Toby, like you said, but or um, sorry. Now Maxi will be Finals MVP instead of Toby. There you go. <laughs> Could have had it, Brandon. Could have had a Finals MVP. How is PJ Tucker doing? Is he still? I don't know. I still think he plays way too much. He's fine. Very con- but, uh, Very controversial. Yeah, uh, the rookie guys to talk about Mike. I think Mike is very anti PJ, and Spike is pro PJ. He thinks <laughs> PJ is going to work out in the playoffs. So what's your take on PJ, guys? Someone else go. I don't know. I I don't know. I think he's going to be the same exact player in the playoffs. Max mm-hmm. three points, and I don't know, he clearly does some stuff that I don't see. I guess he plays good defense, but like. Uh, I, I saw Spike's tweet, and I, I think I'm, for the first time ever, more aligned with him than Mike, although I haven't listened to the podcast. It's like, he averaged five points a game on the Bucks championship team, too. What do we want him to average? Eight? Will that make us happy? Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah, definitely. My See, here's my thing. I I hate how much we rely on, on George Milkbag Niang. <laughs> he's great. He's fun. He's a really like good Ian, shooter. But you're yeah, right. but like we, right. June, come on, man. We've seen this. How many times have we seen this movie? June called it last year. That dude can't <laughs> play in the playoffs. And I hate how much we rely on him. So maybe Tucker, maybe Tucker, maybe bowling ball Tucker eats eats the, the milk bag minutes in the playoffs. Fine. I'm good with that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. But uh, I don't know. Hate how much we rely on George Niang. He's our yeah, best he- catch and shoot threat. <laughs> And yeah. he's like turned around games last year and this year. Yeah. I still think his playoff performance, granted, I don't expect much on defense, but his abysmal shooting, I think that's due for some. That was the problem. He, but, yeah, that did happen. But I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I'm cool. I like him enough. I, I do like him. him. I like him a lot. I like how he talks a lot of shit. Which yeah. Is really yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's funny. What's not to like? Yeah, it, he did not kind of. He's kind of fat, and uh, I don't know. I don't like fat fat guys, man, if you, guys, if you haven't noticed. I don't like fat NBA players. Doesn't sit, yeah, sure. So was I when I was a kid, right, JB? <laughs> hey, F45. Maybe F45 could be a sponsor. Let's get them on. Oh, yeah. Kill the podcast. I work on that. If I ever start with my knee. Yeah, we got to get to class first. Yeah. I, I'm gonna. Um, my plan is to start um, February fourth, but June knows I I uh, I hurt my knee over this weekend. This yeah. weekend, you reaggravated yeah. it. Reaggravated just by walking. <laughs> just by walking. <laughs> this, huh? this is thirty. I was walking around the tailgate, and it just uh, it started like it, it felt like a pull, and then huh. it was 
kind of fine the rest of the day. I'd left home from the tailgate. Um, obviously, I was watching the game. Felt fine. And then we were walking around after, and it started bothering me again. But it feels better today. So so we'll sure. see. I'm old, guys. I'm sure the Miller lights helped. <laughs> and maybe that combined with the cold, or, and then who knows? Maybe, maybe I'm just sacrificing my body for the Eagles. Who knows? But, fellas, we're in on less than a minute now, so that's all I got. Anything right. to say before we go? I just want to okay. say that as right now at this very moment, uh, at the end of the third quarter, the Orlando Magic lead the Boston Celtics by nine. So oh, they beat them before. Actually, they, they might have yeah. beat them back to back. Go Magic. Yeah, let's, go Fultz. Let's go beat them. Yeah, go Fultz. Go Magic. Let's fucking chip away and make it three and a half games back after tonight. Go Birds. Go fucking That's Birds. Right. First and foremost. See you guys. Always a pleasure. Later. Peace. Peace.